Did you know that only about one in five plastic bottles are ever recycled and that it can take between 400 and 1,000 years for that plastic to decompose? It's actually estimated that humans are purchasing one million plastic bottles a minute. Let that sink in. One million bottles per minute globally. And with 91% of those bottles never being recycled, that's a lot of plastic that's going to end up in landfills, streams, creeks, and the ocean. Look, I'm not trying to sound like some crazy tree hugger, but that's a pretty alarming number. So what if each of us made at least one simple, small change in 2018 to reduce the amount of plastic we're using and consuming? What if there was a company that was out there that could help you a little bit along the way? Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of stillbeingmolly.com, and this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, a CEO, community leader, or just an amazing person who is trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with their professional career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact right where you are. My guest this week is Lindsay McCoy, the founder of Plain Products, that's P-L-A-I-N-E Products, a clean and zero waste bath and body company. They are doing so much to positively impact the environment and the clean beauty industry, and you will love hearing all about them. Now on to the episode with Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thanks, Molly. I'm excited to be here. I am so happy that we have finally been able to connect This has been, we are both, I mean, we're both working moms and we both understand the struggle that sometimes life just happens. And so I just like to think that God knew what he was doing and, and he, he knew that today was the day that we were supposed to talk. Yes, yes. Yes. But I have just, um, I've been following, um, plain products for, Gosh, when did I first learn about you guys? I guess over the summer and um, or maybe a little bit sooner, like late spring, early summer, somewhere in there. And yeah, yeah, I think we connected over the summer sometime. Yes. And I have been an avid like this is y'all. I'm not being paid to say this. Like this is (laughs) I have been using um, and my husband has been using um, the plain products, shampoo, conditioner and body wash since then. And we're obsessed it's amazing. I can't wait to hear all about how you got started, but I'm just going ahead right away and putting the plug in for how amazing it is. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But, and I love the concept of the company and everything. So we're going to talk about all of that, but first I want to hear your story. So can you give us the Lindsay 101? So tell us all of the things that led you to where you are today. Sure. So I actually came into the beauty industry from the other end. Um, I've spent the last 20 years working in the nonprofit field, and I was 10 of them to live in the Bahamas. My husband's actually from the Bahamas, oh, and we so live. Cool. Yeah, it is. It is. It's really cool. We got to live on this gorgeous small island in the northern Bahamas um, in the Abacos called Hopetown. Oh, that's and awesome. I- Yeah, I ended up doing um, environmental education. I didn't have a background in it, but um, living in Boulder, Colorado for a while qualified me um, to explain what recycling was and why people shouldn't throw trash in the ocean. Yeah. And, um, you know, there they didn't have the same infrastructure that we have here that sort of just makes our trash disappear when we put it out to to the curb. So um, you start to see the effects of your choices. And I started to see firsthand the plastic piling up um, yeah. you know, on the beaches and the water on the side of the road and, and realizing that 
it, it doesn't go away magically. Right. Um, and I kind of started doing things on my own, um, using the reusable bags, getting a water bottle, but I wanted to do more. Um, at the same time, we decided to move back to the States for a lot of reasons. And it occurred to me that maybe I could solve my problem and also solve some other people's problems. So I called my sister and between the two of us, we started um, Plain Products. Plain with an E because our last name is actually, our last maiden name is Delaplane. Oh, so, that's um, cool. That's where that came from. I was always, I was kind of like, there has to be a story behind the the significance <laughs> yeah. of plain. So for people that don't know, plain products, you're uh, the hair. Well, it's right now. I kind of, I would say kind of hair care and body care company. Yes. Yes. So we um, started with shampoo, conditioner and body wash. We just added lotion and hand wash. And the whole idea behind it was trying for me to try and find an easy way to have great products without the plastic bottle. Yeah. So the, all of the products come in aluminum bottles and you order them and they come with a pump and you put the pump on. And then when you're running low, you order a refill or you can subscribe and we'll send it automatically and you switch the pump over and then you just pop the empty bottles back in that same box and there's a label inside and you put it out and the mailman ships it back to us and we wash them and sterilize them and refill them and send them back out into the world. Well, I can say from firsthand experience. So I started using the shampoo, conditioner, body wash in, I want to say, end of August. And so, I mean, we're recording this in December. This will air in January. Mm-hmm. But um, but I, so I started using them in, at the end of August. And I, I mean, I, ju- I mean, one, the products go a long way uh, because I just... I still have I still haven't needed to refill my shampoo or body wash, um, but I just refilled my conditioner. I always run out of conditioner first, always, <laughs> inevitably, and um, so I just did my conditioner refill, and it was so easy. I was because I was kind of nervous. I was like, I was I knew I was getting towards the end, and I was like, oh, is my gonna my refill gonna come in time? And it did. And then Hooray! all I did was, I mean, literally, I just rinsed it out in the shower and then put the new the pump in the new bottle and then popped it in the box that that came or that the new one came in, put the yeah. shipping label on it, put it in my mailbox and like good to go. I mean, it was so easy. I was I was very excited as to the, how easy the process you was. I, that makes me so happy because it took us two years to sort of figure it all out from idea to actually launching. And we worked so hard to, to have people say those words. It was so easy because I am a person filled with good intentions, but easily distracted and a little bit lazy and have a lot going on. And so, you know, I, there are great systems of, of you can take your bottle to some people have shops that so you can refill it. And the idea of getting a bottle out of my shower and into the car and refilled and back in a reasonable time frame, just, I just knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So I was looking for something else and, and we came upon this idea and, you know, it, it isn't for everyone, but it, it works for me. And I'm so thrilled to hear that it worked really well for you. Yes. And I will say too, it's not just that I love the fact that it's a zero waste product and it's easy to just, you know, go to my mailbox and get my new one and put the (laughs) old one in. But I mean, the shampoo and conditioner and the body, like they smell amazing. We have the rosemary mint 
And yes, the rosemary mint vanilla. Yes, that vanilla. I knew there was another one in there. And it smells so good. But they, I mean, they work. My hair feels healthy. I mean, my skin is soft. I mean, I just, I really do love it. And, and I have to say that that is a, a testament to my sister. So I, I called her because she um, is a perfectionist. I mean, she and I could not be more different. And I told her this idea and we, she, we work together, but we kept going through different, we have a, a company manufacturer for us that has a chemist on staff and, and they're amazing. And, um, but we went through, I would say six, at least different companies before we found a product that she was happy with. Yeah. And I knew if, if she was happy, then, then I would be happy. And, um, it is a total testament to her patience that we found these guys and, couldn't be happier. Yes. I mean, to have vegan products, we didn't we didn't necessarily start out going there, but we knew we wanted, why create these amazing, you know, zero waste packaging and then fill it full of chemicals? That just didn't make any sense. So we were looking right. for a natural product and then these guys are palm oil free, vegan. I mean, they're just no tears. It's, it's amazing. It's magic. Yes. And that's the other thing I was going to say is I can't wait. I mean, we already have, you know, I, I want to like use up what we have before we go and use something else, but they're, it's kids safe too. So I know a yes. lot of families that they just, they get the plain products and they're able to use it on everybody in the family from the babies all the way up to mom and dad. And I just think that's, I, I think that's such a need that you make it the, the easier you can make it for people to, you know, be more thoughtful about how they're, you know, the waste that they're going through, but then also mm-hmm. the, the products that they're using like green beauty and, and clean beauty is something that's really important to me. Um, it's something that I've really tried to educate myself on and, um, change everything over <laughs> as much as I can in my home over the last probably four or five years, really since I had my daughter. Cause that was, you know, I think it's when you have kids, when I was pregnant with Lily, I remember, like people got us those little gift baskets with all the Johnson and Johnson baby stuff. <laughs> and, yeah. and then I had a friend and, and this was not in like, I have, I have, you know, there's those moms that are like, you should never use any of that stuff. And it has like, and they come at you like they're being aggressive and mean, but this yeah. was a friend who was just like, we have that relationship where we can just talk about anything. She's like, Hey, did you know? And just, we just started a conversation about it. And the more I started like looking at the ingredients in things like Johnson and Johnson baby wash, I was like, I was horrified. I was like, I didn't, I had no idea. I mean, and yes, people were like, well, they've been using it for years. And I don't know, we could get into a whole discussion on, you know, hormone disruption and all that kind of stuff. But, um, I, you know, just for me, I was just like, I'm not going to I'm not going to mom shame anybody who uses, so if, you know, I'm not going to mom shame anybody who's who uses Johnson and Johnson baby stuff or whatever. Yeah. But I just I wanted to know that the ingredients in the products I was using on myself and my kids were safe and clean and um, and natural. And I think that is um, it, it's we have a long way to go. Um, But I think that people are starting to be more aware of, you know, just like, and I have this conversation all the time about the food industry and how over the last five to 10 years, we've really seen this big transformation in the food industry on, you know, organic and no GMOs and farm to table and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like we're starting to see that now with our beauty because people are seeing, people are starting to see the harmful effects of using products that have chemicals in them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I completely agree that we are all just doing the best that we can. Yeah. And there's no point in, in trying, 
I've never wanted to make anybody feel bad. I mean, either, you know, I kind of keep trying to play this mantra of progress, not perfection. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just, if we can, Mm -hmm. if we can do something good, let's just do it and not feel bad about the other things that we're not doing. And I, I feel the same way about natural beauty. I mean, you know, chemicals, probably not a good thing. Let's use less of them. Like, you know, and anytime we can avoid something with a weird ene or zine or something at the end of it, food, you know, beauty, all of it, that's a good thing. Right. Um, And I think that, you know, we're all so busy. We're all so overwhelmed. You, you have a trust in a company and you hope that they're putting out safe products and Fortunately, that's not always the case. So yes, I love to find people that are doing good things that I trust that are, are doing the research and are, you know, telling me it's natural and, and, and that's great, you know. Exactly. Now, so I, you mentioned a little bit about the, how you guys actually went into the process of choosing the product, like what was going in the bottles. And so you were sort of the mastermind behind the recycling piece and the zero waste piece. And your sister was sort of the mastermind behind the other piece. What did that process look like and how, and you said it took about two years? It, it, well, yeah, I, just about, I think we started talking about it in the spring of 2015. Um, I was in the process of moving back to the States Um, so we kind of slowly started easing our way in, started getting samples from people and then you got to try it for a little bit and then moving on to, you know, another company, another company at the same time, trying different bottles, different materials. We actually started with stainless steel and, um, it turned out that they rusted, Mm. which is not supposed to do, but. Um, we had trouble getting a high enough quality that we didn't have trouble with that. So then we had to come back and say, well, now what are we going to do? And we switched over to aluminum and we use um, a cosmetic grade liner in the bottles. That's um, BPA PVC free. Again, trying to get the, the best quality stuff to make sure that there is no contamination over from the aluminum. But the bottles are great. And the lovely thing about aluminum is that when you do end up recycling it, it just turns right back into aluminum again. I didn't realize this, but when you recycle plastic, um, because of the way they have to melt it, it actually kind of downgrades the plastic and you, you can't just keep using it. Every time you recycle it, it downgrades until it becomes unusable and ends up in a landfill anyway. Oh, wow. So, I did not know that. I did not know that either. Um, so it is absolutely great to recycle plastic and everybody should whenever they can. But unfortunately... Um, eventually that plastic is going to end up in a landfill for a very, very, very long time, hundreds, thousands of years. So, you know, plastic is an, is an amazing material, but I would just love to see it used for things that we're going to, you know, use more than once. Right. (laughs) If it's going to last for that long. Um, you know, it just doesn't make sense to use it for five minutes and then have it be in the landfill or end up in an ocean for hundreds of years. Yeah. So what did the, how, I'm going to be honest, I have zero clue as to where, where do you even start when you go to design the bottles? And did you just start calling manufacturers? Like, what did that look like? Because I have zero clue. And and we had no idea what we were doing. I mean, (laughs) zero. She, her, she and her husband have a small little, um, strangely German woodworking tool business that he runs. And so they knew a little bit about shipping and receiving, which was great. Neither one of us had any clue about the beauty industry or 
so we we knew we called so many people we asked so many questions we would end up back at the same person with a totally different set of questions six months later like well now we're looking for this can you help us and we just kept talking and asking and um some people thought we were insane a few people were incredibly helpful and understood what we were trying to do and why we were trying to do it. Um, and we just kind of got creative. I mean, you know, nobody's doing this, right? but that doesn't mean that it can't be done. And yep. so, um, you know, we talked to beer bottling people, microbrew people about how they wash the bottles and what they do. I mean, we, we kind of pulled in from a lot of different industries and people are so kind um, often when you call and just sort of say, I don't even know if this is what I should be asking you, but can you help me? Um, and we had a lot of people help us along the way. That's and so awesome. Persisted. <laughs> yes. Did you ever consider doing glass or were you too afraid that it was going to break? We were too afraid that it was going to break. I mean, we definitely considered it, but I am such a klutz. And then, <laughs> you know, having kids, it just did not seem like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of figured, but I was like, huh, I wonder. I wonder if there's like some unshatterable glass. Now, well, then you end up kind of putting a sleeve on it or something and yeah. you're trying so hard to keep it simple and, and move away from any extra waste or any extra you know packaging that we just said, well, let's just try aluminum and see if we can make it work. And, and happily, we could. Yeah. So you got so you spent about two years kind of developing the products and deciding, you know, what you what the business was going to look like. What mm -hmm. what are the biggest things that you learned along the way? And and what maybe is something that you're doing now that you didn't necessarily envision you would be doing when you started? We have learned <laughs> everything along the way. Yeah. We we're still learning every day. We decided to start online just with a website and we have slowly started moving into wholesale. Oh, that's awesome. I to work with some partners. So then that was a new learning curve of the barcodes and getting them put on the bottle. And, you know, it's so funny. You work so hard and you design a bottle and you, you send it off and then you're like, oh, we didn't put barcodes on it if people want to sell it in store. So then we had to come back and redesign the bottle and, you know, change it again. And I, you know, now we all of a sudden somebody just pointed out to us that if we're selling it in stores, it doesn't actually say, you know, sort of explain the reuse or recycle. Don't throw me away somewhere on the bottle. Mm. Like, because we designed it to be sold from a website where all that information was there and we were chipping it with information with it. And so we're like, Oh, this perfect bottle that we've worked so hard on so many times, we're going to have to redesign it again. Oh so, yeah. You know, just that that process of, you know, you start with the perspective and you try and answer all of those questions and then that shifts. And so you've got to answer a new set of questions um, is constant and you you cannot envision every scenario, um, but you <laughs> you do your best. Yeah. What what kinds of places are doing wholesale or working with you guys on wholesale right now? Um, we are starting with some super cool um, package-free zero-waste shops right now that sort of get the model. Awesome. And um, Yeah, there's an amazing um, store called Package Free in Brooklyn, New York. Um, there's some small shops starting up in Virginia and Pennsylvania and Nashville. So we've been working with them. And then we're talking to some larger stores. Um, it's a change model for them and for us. I mean, we're trying to figure out you know, these smaller shops, they're excited about having people come in, buy a bottle, leave, 
come back later, buy a refill, and then whenever they manage to drop off the bottle or if they just want to ship it from their house back to us, that that's easy. Larger chains and stores, it doesn't, you know, it's a little bit more complicated. So yeah. it's probably going to be a longer process. But yeah. we're, we're starting the conversation, which is exciting. I would love nothing more than to see this sort of inspire other brands to start thinking about, you know, their packaging and, and taking responsibility for that. Yeah. I saw one of those, like, viral videos on face you know those like facebook mm-hmm. videos that go all around and um you know so where we live i live in durham north carolina and this area has a lot of you know i i, I always say kind of like those southern hippies like so <laughs> i'm i'm like sort of a southern hippie ish but not really a hippie like i'm like crunchy light is what I like right. to say, yeah. like, like yeah. sort of crunchy. Um, so I can say that, and I live here, so it's fine. Um, but we have a lot of places that are starting to have sort of those, like, more bulk sections of their stores and things like that. But I saw this video on Facebook that has that was featuring this store in Austin that is very um, – that is zero waste, and they have um, – I mean, everything from you can buy mason jars there, but you can also, you know, you bring your own mason jars. You get everything from your flour to your, um, you know, fruit and nuts to, I mean, everything like beauty yeah. products and candy. I mean, everything is is package free. And I just thought that was um, I had never seen that before. But then when I started to do more research on it, I started finding kind of like what you were saying, like there's a that place in Brooklyn. And um, it's cool to see that there are places like this that are popping up. And I'd always be so curious to see how that really works. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, yeah. I, try, I try to do little things like remember my reusable grocery bags. And my husband always laughs at me because I'm like rolling into the store with these bright pink, like floral, <laughs> reusable grocery bags. But I feel oh, like yeah. the more that you can get into those little habits, the better. The better. Exactly. And, you know, that's kind of what I was talking about, the the progress versus perfection. I mean, I think if you beat yourself up about not doing everything, you end up not doing anything. And that isn't good either. So, I mean, that's exactly where I started was bringing my bags. And I can't tell you how many stores I walked out of trying to carry everything because I forgot my bags and I was determined not to get a plastic bag. (laughs) like. 85 things like tucked under me and my husband's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm not going to get a plastic bag. But slowly I got in the habit and now they just come out of the car with me. And I'm, you know, mostly remember a water bottle and we, there is a cute little co-op down the street and we've just started exploring the bulk thing. We forget sometimes, but you know, you just slowly ease your way into these things and it is kind of one step at a time and you get more comfortable and it becomes a routine. And, you know, no, I don't, I don't buy everything in bulk, but it's kind of fun when I do. Right. Um, you know, the, the less trash in the trash can and, and, you know, talking to my son about it and we'll go pick stuff out together and he enjoys that. And again, it's a conversation. It's, it's being, trying to be more thoughtful about it. And, and it, it is hard. It is crazy. And, and I end up there sometimes and I don't have the containers and I'm like, well, not today. Yeah. And that's okay too. I'm so fascinated by, I mean, I, this is something I, I know I could not do. And I, and I'm, I'm, I don't like to use the word. I could never do that. I really don't think I could ever do that, this, but I, 
I'm fascinated by the people who live a zero waste lifestyle and they'll show like their little mason jar of trash of like the two years of trash. I'm like, how, I'm, how, how do you do that? Because I I view them the same way as I view like the ultra marathoners (laughs) or, you know, that kind of thing, the, the Ironman athletes. I'm like, that is amazing. And in another lifetime, how cool would that be? Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't even aspire to any of that. Just, it's just not my reality. Um, And I think that's okay. I mean, there's a place for everyone in the world and, you know, I'm never going to do an Ironman and I'm never going to fit my trash in a mason jar, probably even at the end of the day. Um, (laughs) Maybe I'll go for a week. You know, you just, you do what you can. And I, I think that just starting to think about it, um, you know, all of a sudden saying, hey, I could I could get my sugar in a cardboard box instead of a plastic bin. Yep. That would probably be better. Exactly. Um, you know, I could get this wooden toy for my child instead of a $5 plastic thing that's going to break and end up in a landfill for hundreds of years. You know, I mean, it's just those slow changing of the mindset that I think is going to be good for all of us. I mean, Again, those those internet Facebook things, but I saw one one time and it said, you know, when did it become easier to extract oil from the ground, ship it, refine it, turn it into a plastic spoon, buy the spoon to stir the coffee instead of just washing a spoon? Exactly. And I was like, oh, yeah. And we don't even, I don't, I didn't even think about it. I mean, you just, you know, you pick this, this spoon up and you use it and then you chuck it. Right. And it's just habit. And, you know, it, Slowly, as a society, I think we just have to start thinking about these things. Convenience has become such an addiction. Yes. That um, we just need to slow it down just a little bit. Straws. Like simple things like a plastic straw. Like you don't even realize that it's just such a a habit in restaurants or fast food places where they just – they hand you a straw and you don't think about it. But now I've just been – you know, and I do not get this right all the time because I'm not going to lie. I love a Diet Coke from McDonald's. Don't judge me. Um, but I, you know, it's something that I, when I can think about it and when I can be thoughtful about it, if we're in a restaurant or if I know I'm getting my Diet Coke to go, like I won't grab a straw because I can go home and I can take, you know, I can drink it right out of the cup or I can try and bring a reusable cup and I don't, you know, just by not using that one straw. I mean, like, it seems so minuscule, but over time, it really, really does add up. It is amazing. I mean, you know, the, the numbers in billions that we use of straws a day, which just seems absurd, but you think about it. I mean, how many people on the planet and, you know, a few times a day and yeah, so it is great. And, you know, it's funny, My we bought some aluminum or stainless steel straws that I again, try and have in my bag. My son was digging for one the other day. I did not have it. And so we had to get a straw for his milkshake. And, you know, that's okay too. But sometimes we'll have them out and other people will say, oh, what's that? And I never thought about it. It's a conversation. And then they're thinking about it. So you never know, you know, what what reaction your action is going to have. And, you know, I've said with this company, again, coming at it from a nonprofit, you know, from the nonprofit world, even if people don't buy the shampoo or, or it doesn't work for them, I just hope people will be like, huh. And it'll just start that that thought process about, you know, why would you do that and what could I do differently and why would we want to do things differently. Um, but I think it's just 
worth having. Exactly. And I've tried to, you know, do little things in my home too to get myself in the habit of making sure that if I do use up a product that is recyclable to make it easier on myself to make sure I actually recycle it. Um, You know, little things like it seems so lazy, but think about how often, you know, if your recycling bin in your home is downstairs and you, everyone, everyone, and you're in your bathroom upstairs and you use up your face wash or you use up your, you know, your skin serum or whatever container, your toothpaste, and you've used it up and it is so much easier to just throw it in the trash can that's right there in the bathroom than to walk downstairs and put it in your recycling bin. It sounds ridiculous, but how many times have we all done that? I mean, it, I mean, the, the numbers on recycling bathroom products are ridiculous. I mean, I will tell you that there are very few people in the world that manage to recycle their bathroom products. I, you know, all the time I'm after my, my husband, I'm like, stop putting, you know, come on, walk it downstairs. But I do too. I forget. So I've started doing just something like it, you know, if I do have to have like a, plastic grocery bag. I mean, we have kind of like a little container in our um, kitchen of plastic grocery bags that I reuse for other purposes. And so I always try to have one upstairs in the bathroom so that when we, when I finish a bathroom product, I put it in that bag. And then when that bag is full, I take that to the recycling. And so that way, like I'm using the, I'm recycling the plastic grocery bag and I'm, you know, making sure that I have just an easy spot in my bathroom to be able to recycle beauty products. And again, it seems so minor, but you know, just the more that you can kind of put in place to make it easier on yourself, you'll get into that habit and then you won't, you, you know, it's easier to get into the habit and, and to stick with it because you, yes. you create a system. Yes. Yeah. That is so smart. I'm, I'm going to go do that. Yeah. It's, uh, and, or even like you could do like a reusable grocery bag or just like a little, you know, a, a little, yeah, something yeah, a little knapsack or, you know, um, right. yeah. It, but now, and now I'm at the point too, where I've got, I've gotten so in the habit that if I'm out and about and I'm at a restaurant or something and they don't have a recycling bin I'm like oh come on guys like it'd be so easy for you to just have a little recycling bin right next to your trash can why do you not have this and I think people you know I mean again in a nice way you know as you said earlier not shaming anybody but yeah you know sometimes people just haven't thought about it exactly um and so I think again just you know you don't be aggressive you don't need to make anybody feel bad but sometimes just pointing stuff like that that people like oh I don't know I guess we could yeah you know Starting that conversation, I mean, you know, people on the street here, like, have these overflowing trash bins and no recycle bin. I'm like, oh, come on, people. I know. I know. And and for a lot of times, it's that sort of out of sight, out of mind. And, and like you were saying earlier, like, people kind of, you have in this in your mind, like, oh, you throw it away, and then it just goes away. Well, that's not how it works. I've I've told this story on the show before, but it's worth mentioning again. Um, for me, I would say the the biggest pivotal moment as far as my because I've always been so passionate about things like you know how humans are treated and and not that I don't love our planet I do but I've never necessarily been as conscious about you know waste and recycling and how the earth is being treated and that kind of stuff I mean it's just it wasn't as in the forefront of my mind because I'm more people first mm-hmm. um but last year when I went on my um third trip to Kenya, um, 
we, our team took a, um, was taken to the Dandora dump, which is, um, it's one of, if not the largest landfill in Africa. Um, it might be the second largest, but it, it's easily top three um, in, in all of Africa. Um, and it is in right outside of the Mathari slums in Nairobi. And it was probably one of the most horrifying sights I've ever seen in my life. Um, the stench was something I cannot even begin to describe. Um, and it was for just what seemed like forever. I mean, as far as the eye could see, just piles and piles and piles and piles of trash. Um, and hundreds, if not thousands of people rummaging through the trash. And I mean, just while we were there, we would literally watch these giant dump trucks pull into the dump and just dump more trash in there. And as the dump trucks would dump the trash, you'd see just hundreds of men, women, and children just descend upon these trucks to try and salvage anything they could, whether it would be food um, for them and their family or, you know, something that they could salvage and resell. Um, And this is their job. This is their livelihood. And as we were walking along, I'm just looking underneath of my feet at the things I'm stepping on. And it was crazy because you'd have these – Like there'd be one section where it was clear that this is where the hospital dumps their stuff because it would be just thousands upon thousands of those little plastic and um, like aluminum, like pill, pill holders. Do you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? Like where you pop, pop like a Tylenol out. I mean, thousands of just the containers that the pills were in. Um, And then we would keep walking and we would see like... So it's in Nairobi. So this is also where like the airport dumps their stuff. We'd see piles and piles of the little trays that you get of food on the airplane. Yeah. And so I was even thinking about like, I mean, my tray of my food from my flight to Nairobi could be in this pile. And I mean, it was it was so eye opening of just the amount of stuff that was just sitting there and then watching people rummage through it to find some semblance of, um, you know, whether it could be something that they could eat um, or take back to their family or resell to try and, you know, make ends meet. It was horrifying. It was horrifying. Yeah. And from that point forward, I was like, I'm going to do whatever I can to to not contribute to this as much as possible. And again it's progress not perfection but I will say like until you see it yourself and you literally see the waste that we create yeah it's it is an out of sight out of mind sort of thing for people it it is I mean you know we have a whole amazing industry like you said to make stuff just disappear Mm -hmm. and there are so many other problems in the world and this one's you know at least in the U.S. is is out of sight, out of mind. Um, you know, there are other things that are so much more in front of us, but I agree when you go to other places, other countries and you can't ignore it and it is in front of you and you see the heaps of trash and plastic. Yeah. You all of a sudden start to think, start to think about it. And, um, you know, the one nice thing is unlike so many other things, this is something that we, we can do something about. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, 
well within our control of, of what kinds of things we buy, um, how much we buy, how we use them, what we take responsibility for. Um, you know, I, I, I truly believe that this is something within our power to change, which is not always the case. I completely agree. And it really is, you know, the more that people do when everybody does something like not use a straw or when everybody does something like recycling their bathroom products or when everybody does something like switch over to using plain products for their their, you know, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, hand lotion. I mean, it really does add up. It really does make a difference. Um, so for people that are interested in checking you guys out, you guys have trial sizes. So if you want to see, um, you know, kind of like travel trial sizes that come in little tiny aluminum cans, um, or jars, I don't know. What do do you call it? Aluminum bottles. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Um, so how, how can people find out and, and check you guys out and, and learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, so we have a great website. It's plain, but with an E after our maiden name. So plain products, P-L-A-I-N-E products.com. Um, and check it out and feel free if you have any questions. So just there's a contact page there. Shoot, You'll be shooting me an email. I, I get to do all of our, our questions and answers still. So that's, that's fun. Um, and also people are kind enough to write nice things, which is so sweet. I mean, for to t- somebody to take time out of their day to say, thank you, I've been looking for this, or these products are great, or my daughter doesn't cry anymore when I brush her hair, <laughs> that those are all wonderful to hear. And people have been very sweet about giving us great feedback on the products. Yes. And I will be sure to have um, the link and all of that information in the show notes. Um, and sometimes you even we even have um, exclusive coupon codes and things like that. So if you want to yeah. get a little discount and stuff like that. So that's always good because everybody's trying to save that money. Um, yep. So I will make sure to have that in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. Um, but now is the por- portion of the show where we get to get to know you on a little bit of a fun level, Lindsay. Okay. So we're, right. we're entering the lightning round. This is my favorite part of the show because I get to ask some fun questions. And it's also the part where my husband inserts a fun sound effect that is always a surprise because I never know what he's going to <laughs> insert. And it becomes a fun little game for us. <laughs> so, Lindsay, are you ready for the lightning round? I, I don't know now. But yes, <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Let's see. You are Michael... Bolton? Yeah. Is that your real name? Yeah. Are you any relation to the pop singer? No, it's it's just a coincidence. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I love his music. I do. I'm a Michael Bolton fan. For my money, I don't know if it gets any better than when he sings When a Man Loves a Woman. All right. So the first part is I like to ask just kind of some three fun questions and then we'll get into the sort of the rapid fire questions. Okay. All right. So uh, this is a new one I haven't asked anyone before. Um, if you could steal credit for any great piece of art, song, a film, book, which one would you claim? Ooh, if you could steal so credit. Many. You're like, um, yeah, I did that. <laughs> yes. My son is reading the Rick Riordan, um, Percy Jackson, Greek God books. Oh, and- Yeah was obsessed with Greek mythology as a child. And so I'm like, what? I could have written this. Like, this is brilliant. Why, why didn't I come up? So that, I, I wish that I had written that series and was kicking back Rick Riordan style and enjoying my, you know, yacht in Greece somewhere. I love it. That's a great, that's a great one. Um, number two, would you let us hook up your recently played list on Spotify to the office speakers? And if so, what would we hear? 
<laughs> recently played. <laughs> recently played. Um, I'm safe right now. Yes. Uh, that is not always the case. I, I do have a deep love of 80s cheese. Uh. <laughs> um, I was playing a Lumineers playlist. So I think even my husband and son would, would let me do that right now. I think I'd be safe. I like it. I like it. All right. So for somebody who co-owns a beauty company now, what is the one <laughs> beauty product you cannot live without? And it doesn't have to be something that you guys make. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. Probably a really good face cleanser and exfoliator. Mm. Hmm. We don't make yet, but I'm I'm working on it. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, a good a good face scrub. Yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah, I I'm love a little it. Too obsessive about it. I'm like, come on, get it all out of there. But, I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, mine would probably be mascara. Um, just because it's. It, I feel like I if I don't have mascara on, I feel like I look not alive. <laughs> like. Yeah, I feel that way about like the the kind of the sunscreen with a little tint to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like tinted, I, like a tinted BB cream <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I had one too, if it was a go-to makeup, it would be that. And then the mascara. Those are pretty much the only products I use. But. Yeah. I love it. All right. So now we're going to get into the rapid fire questions. Okay. So this, these are just either or whichever one you applies to you or you prefer. Uh, okay. Are you left-handed or right-handed? Right-handed. Books or movies. Do you like books or movies better? books Ooh, okay travel by plane or by car Ooh, plane i'm impatient yeah me too (laughs) um would you rather visit italy or the caribbean oh well i lived in the caribbean so i'm gonna say italy i was gonna say i was like i I wrote that question before i knew that you lived in the in the bahamas at one point so um crushed ice or cubed ice Ooh, crushed coke or pepsi products coke coffee or tea tea Last one, cake or pie? Cake. 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 Not that I have anything against pie, but all these people who are prefer for prefer pie, I'm like, who are you? You know, if I'm if I'm going calories, I'm going chocolate. I know. So. <laughs> I'm gonna make it count. I love it. Uh, Lindsay, this has been so much fun. I loved getting to know you and just I, I love just our, you know, how real and um, relatable you make, uh, you know, something like switching over to green beauty and zero waste products um, is and, and how, how how easy it can be. And um, I am so excited to watch plain products grow and continue to evolve over the years. And you now have a customer for life in me. I love, love, love your products. And I've just been telling all of my friends about them because I'm that obsessed. <laughs> so um I- I just have to say that, you know, being a totally new product with a new model, people don't even know to look for us. So we so appreciate when when people like you take the time to help us spread the word and encourage people to think about what they're doing. Um, You definitely don't have to do that. So we really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Lindsay. This was awesome. Thanks, Molly. I really appreciate it. How cool is Lindsay's story? And I seriously love that they are really doing what they can to have an impact on the environment and the clean beauty industry in such a positive way. Trust me when I say I've been using their products for nearly six months and I am a believer. Their stuff is amazing. Be sure to give Lindsay and Plain Products some love on social media this week. I will have all of the links, including a link to try out Plain Products and information in the show notes. And bonus, there is a coupon code, which is Molly, M-O-L-L-Y, at checkout for 20% off. 
Again, you can use the coupon code MOLLY at checkout for 20% off your order from Plain. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're a first-time listener of the show, welcome. Be sure to visit the archives of past shows featuring amazing entrepreneurs and business owners who are literally changing the world with their businesses. And as always, if you're a regular listener of the show, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support week in and week out. Be sure to head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Radio Public, Overcast, or whichever podcasting app you like best, and make sure you're subscribed to the show. Clicking that subscribe button helps to make sure that you never miss a new episode of the show. And while you're there, would you mind taking a moment to leave a review of the show? Leaving a review really helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. And if you share the show on social media, be sure to use the hashtag Business with Purpose Podcast or tag me at Still Being Molly on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. This show is edited by my amazing husband and executive producer, John Stillman. And the music is by Mark Killian of Third Wheel Media. Thank you so much for listening and go do something good with purpose on purpose. Purpose.